Messieurs, il est temps qu'on se responsabilise. Qu'est-ce que je veux dire par là? Je veux dire que quand on a l'opportunité de responsabiliser soi-même, nos enfants, nos frères, nos pères, nos oncles, euh, une autre personne qu'on voit dans la rue, euh, tant que ça peut être fait dans une d'une façon pardon, respectueuse et, euh, et franche, je pense qu'on devrait honnêtement prendre la peine de poser une action pratique à promouvoir et à permettre à un avancement euh, personnel ou non. Ça reste qu'on deal quand même avec des humains, fait que il y a des gens qui ont des, ont des problèmes de communication, il y a des gens qui ont de la difficulté, mais vraiment, là, essentiellement, là, il est vraiment temps qu'on se, on se responsabilise. Il est temps qu'on on continue à prendre les choses en main, comme qu'on le fait déjà depuis si longtemps, puis, puis qu que nous continuons de nous faire apprécier pour nos efforts entre nous et aussi euh, dans tous les, les, les spectrums de, de la vie, là, pas juste pour le travail, pas juste en étant un pourvoyeur, un inventeur ou un You know, toutes les autres synonymes qui pourraient être beaux dans cette phrase-là. Puis, il est, il est vraiment temps d'apporter de, 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 les changements qu'on a besoin et qu'on veut voir dans la société. Je pense que c'est toujours logique et euh, responsable de se regarder soi-même avant de de regarder les autres. Cependant, je pense quand même que d'être capable de se prononcer et de lever la voix quand il est nécessaire, c'est aussi très important. Les raisons pour lesquelles je veux mentionner ça, c'est parce que euh, de mes expériences personnelles récentes, j'ai été euh, exposé à certaines choses, certaines pratiques, certaines euh, expériences qui me donnent envie, personnellement, de, de réagir plus ou moins fortement là, euh, face à des choses que je trouve inappropriées. Cependant, je me retrouve à poser quand même la question du, du revers euh, psychologique qui est le pourquoi que ça me dérange et qu'est-ce que je peux faire pour m'assurer que ce genre de choses-là euh, ne se propage pas. Puis, euh, une des choses que je pense la, la responsabilisation apporte, c'est des conversations difficiles. Euh, fait que ça, c'est vraiment le une des, des core things dont j'aimerais parler. Fait que, responsabilisation. Je prends ça en note. 
puis euh, conversation difficile. Tu sais, de dire à une personne qu'on respecte, qu'on apprécie ou qu'on aime, qu'elle fait un acte que vous trouvez déplorable ou euh, indécent ou inapproprié, ce n'est pas nécessairement quelque chose qui est facile et ne devrait pas être banalisé non plus. Because we each have our own thresholds of social um, acceptance. We each have our thresholds of uh, what is permittable, what is not permittable, and what we can and cannot do. So there are certain things that, to, you know, for accountability, that we need to be able to talk to those people to fully take accountability of our actions and not say, oh, well, it's just the way it is. It's what did you do to make sure that you break the cycle? We're not talking about being uh, someone that harasses others. We're not talking about somebody that's being unreasonable. We are talking about being reasonable, respectful, and mindful of others, but also with a goal of, I think, no, I don't want to say necessarily greater good, but I think with a goal of understanding of each other and to make the world a better place. We each have that power and responsibility to an extent. Um, there's something that I think is very serious also to take into consideration and that we should be mindful of, which is... As humans, we have limits, right? We can't do everything. We can't understand everything. We can't know everything. We have limitations as people. And one of those limitations is caring. You cannot care for everything. If you could, you'd be a saint or you'd be a god. There's too much there's too much going on in the world for anyone to be able to shoulder all of that burden by themselves. And so in our limited minds, we are faced with a fact of vulnerability and limitness where Again, we have to accept and understand that we each have weaknesses, strengths, and these are not necessarily the same from one person to another, depending on our experiences and how our brain works, because that's also another factor. Um, you know, there can be chemical imbalances, there could be emotional imbalances, there could be situational imbalances, and Knowing all of these things and acting upon all of these things is not an easy task for anyone. So now that you know this to an extent, I encourage you to think about it a bit. If you want to pause this podcast and think about what are your limitations, you can do that. If you want to pause this podcast and go ask your best friend, your mother, your father, 
um, your brother, your sister, whoever you want, and ask them, what do you feel like you would like to see from me as behavior wise? What have you been through that I've made you go through that you would like to have changed in the future? Not that you, you know, it's no use to regret things at this point, but how can you become a better person? And, and what are your limitations? What do you feel like my limitations are? What can I work on? And I've spoken about this in the past where it's okay to have limitations and there's it's okay to have things that you don't want to work on yourself where you kind of understand that you are a certain way and you accept it. But um, if you could take this phrase also to, uh, to heart is... This is from the, um, the Charter of Rights, of Human Rights, which is your right stops where the right of somebody else starts. And that is an interesting thing to consider. Um, in the Bible, there is a passage that says, Men, respect your wife, and wife, love your husbands. And that's another thing that I would like to talk about. And it kind of touches into the la responsabilisation and, and, and all of that, where men and women are different. And we need to accept and understand that there are limitations to that. And um, But we could still talk things out, right? But... In essence, our brains don't work the same way. The same way your brain doesn't work the same uh, with another person. But there are some reflective and reflexive thoughts that you can know and understand from another man that um, a woman might not in her, in her limited view of the world. And I'm not saying that women are limited. I'm saying humans are limited. But here we're talking about differences of men and women. So in that mindset, um, I, I've seen lots of scholars and professionals speak about how the, the brain of the man works and the brain of the woman works. And women are instinctively and inherently more emotionally intelligent. And men are more pragmatical in their approach. And that can bring some... Um, some clashes, right? It can be, it could bring some, some rough patches when it comes to discussing certain subjects. Um, so my personal experience about that, that, that has been kind of a hardship was, um, with, uh, okay, well, I'll just talk about it with, with my personal, uh, in my personal life my mother has um, had the reflex of being very emotional in certain situations and that would block off conversation those reactions that uh, she had would prevent from dialogue going through and understanding each other and that eventually created a schism in our relationship and at a younger age where you know 
in a human's lifespan, when they grow up, they have different stages um, where the brain evolves till it's fully developed. And each of these stages has uh, a part of the brain that's being uh, developed in such a way that if you don't take care of what's happening to that child while that part of the brain is evolving, um, it's going to have a serious impact on their behavior and their uh, personality, obviously. So, with that in mind, when you reach that age of like between 12 and 17, or even say 23, 12 to 20 something, there's a part of your brain that as a man uh, has evolved to take risks and be obnoxious and be rude um, and, and challenge authority. That part of your brain is like that and you are much more emotionally, not necessarily aware, but in touch where you're very reactive, you're very emotional about certain things, you can get angry easily, um, and then you have the whole spectrum of finding your place in your society, in the micro society of your friends. There's a bunch of things going on where your brain can only focus on so much at the same time and there's so much changing in your life that you can't necessarily easily fathom everything that's going around and have also the mindness of empathy of what's happening to others while uh, you're having those experiences. But that doesn't mean it's impossible or anything. So with that in mind, either as a parent or as a person, a young person or an older person that has those experiences, um, be aware that emotionally, when you're a teenager, it's uh, and you're trying to have a serious conversation with your parents or your reality is of what you're going through when you're trying to speak it might not be properly perceived by the parent or adult um and if you and in my case when i was trying to talk about a serious conversation or something that i found annoying or unfair i would be faced with those emotional reaction from my uh the parent where i couldn't get through to them i couldn't have that relationship of understanding and that in me in my personality being a very strong-willed person and hard-headed i started putting up barriers uh with my parents to a point where um personally uh, this this might be a bit extreme uh to certain people but in my head if you are not what i need in my life and you're not bringing me anything positive or helpful, I will not allow you to be part of my life. That's just how I do things, which is not necessarily a good thing and not like you wouldn't do that in a marriage with your spouse, but in everyday life, the way I see it, regardless of what you do, tomorrow the sun will rise. So you could either get left behind or go backwards which I think is not ideal but um, being able to move forward is important 
regardless of if it's a millimeter, a umimeter, or a kilometer, as long as you're moving forward and pushing forward, you're doing something right. And so I set up these barriers um, in, in relationships or parameters per se, where I would eventually tell my parents, well, if you want to have a relationship with me, I need you to respect me in such a way that I will appreciate it. And if you can't do that, I cannot maintain a relationship with you. It's not an easy thing to do. I did that at, at like uh, 19 years old. Um, and that's me taking responsibility for my relationships and where I want to be in life and what I need. But it did not make things easier and it didn't certainly not. Um... How can I say this? I was already being handicapped by not having the support of my parent as a person that is also somewhat very emotional. Uh, it was very hard for me. So to get moving or to start moving that rock up the hill, it was very hard. But I didn't give up and I had the, uh, I would say luck or opportunity, which whichever I took or, or whatever happened. Um, if you consider that you make your own luck, I had amazing an amazing mentor, which uh, I still have today, and I, I love almost as a second father. Um, that helped me a lot through that period where I, I cut contacts with my parents, literally. Um, and I, I, I have wishes, which I, I would have enjoyed having. A certain type of relationship with my parents but again people are different um, we can't we come from different backgrounds um, there was cultural uh, clashes there's a lot of things going on and so um, regardless of that today having taken the responsibility of my relationships I'm able to have a good relationship with my parents or at least one that we both enjoy and respect each other and love each other and that took a lot of time a lot of time but uh, both sides didn't give up and we worked on it slowly it, it's not a thing that you need to work on every day either because like if you have let's say a serious conversation and it's a hard conversation let's say i had this one time i literally fought with my brother uh, we squared up he kind of kicked my ass unfortunately for me um brought my ego down a notch a serious notch but as men as people i think with some empathy we both didn't feel good about the situation i felt bad because i felt like uh somewhat of a jerk and somewhat of a loser because i, I lost the fight um and he felt bad because he, he kicked the shit out of me and i'm his brother and he didn't like that idea um we can joke about it today where you know we both know um, what would happen probably again if something like that happened but that was us uh, maybe not ideal uh, a bit barbaric but I think it's, it was a very good experience personally as two men um, being acknowledgeable of the position we wanted to be put in towards each other and, and duking it out there's something primal and, and, res and some type of like respect that can be had out of like you know needing to evacuate 
some emotional baggage or I'm not saying people should fight or like lash out on people but if it's made in such a way I, f I find it it's like the boys will be boys type of thing where you're both engaged and respect each other and like in a healthy competition uh, it's I think it's fine um, as long as you you can you know that you not you know we didn't know um i don't know there's just something about if i feel like if fighting or duels with fists were allowed i think a lot a lot of problems would be settled more easily between men where uh, now we have to kind of find roundabout routes to challenge each other and, and deal with shit i think there is a humbleness that comes with your ass getting kicked the shit out of where you're like, well, you know what? I'm not the alpha I thought I was. And um, there's a lot of animals that rewire their brains or rewire their entire physical structure to um, the fact that they're not the male alpha. So I think that would be a very interesting um, different subject of conversation, but uh, something to explore most definitely. Like lions, who aren't the alpha of the pack, have uh, darker manes because they have a buildup of testosterone. There are certain fishes that change entirely their um, the morphous of their bodies depending on who, if they are the alpha or not. There are um, lobsters to rewire their brains. Um, and there's a bunch of things like in nature. I feel like it's part of nature. Anyways, sorry. Um, so about accountability which is the same thing it's it's important to to have those hard conversations and it's important to to challenge ourselves and and the people that we love to have these hard conversations and not just to antagonize them or to point fingers at them but have an objective of result There, I've, I've read a lot of books on communications and sales, and one of the things that I really enjoyed from the experience I've gained was to speak now, not out of um, the points that are being made, but out of the result that we want, right? And I think that's really important. Uh, if somebody needs to be heard, It's okay. You should let that know, though, if, if and or if they don't tell you, you should be asking, ideally, are you speaking out because you need to evacuate your feelings or are you speaking out because you need advice? As men, that question, I think I've said it once before, but that question, regardless of if it's a friend, if it's your wife, if it's a parent or, or, or a sibling, If you feel like there's like a certain animosity or some type of emotional charge behind the conversation that is being had, let's say a friend is talking to you about how bad it's going at work, you should be like, hey, do you want advice or do you just want to speak your mind about this? Like, do you need to evacuate certain emotions? Um, and ideally, they can answer you. Uh, again, that's taking responsibility for um, 
your your well-being and and relationships with people that you engage with the deeper thing that i want to talk about the deeper thing i think the 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 mac the micro or is it macro anyways in the bigger scope of things in our society it's still acceptable for some reason for men to go through uh, relationship hardships in in a disrespectful way towards them. Um, I saw a video today that was very troubling to me where, yes, the man disrespected his spouse uh, by coming very late at home, right? Um, And he brought followers to try and say sorry. The reaction, I think, should be along the lines of anything over the top of um, I'm unhappy and I don't want to speak to you right now or uh, we can settle this later or because the, the, the woman was waiting for her husband or boyfriend at that time uh, to give her to give him a piece of her mind, which is legitimate. But the interaction that actually happened was as he arrived, he brought flowers and. Uh, she took the flowers and started beating him with it regardless of if it's a spoon a balloon or the softest thing that you can you shouldn't be abusing your significant other or any anyone in in a fit of rage or negative emotions because that just leads to more violence and 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 a buildup and also sets a pattern to that type of behavior in a relationship so you shouldn't really shouldn't be doing that and you shouldn't be accepting that in the place of the man here i would have i think he left for a friend's house i would have spoken to my partner and asked why she thought it was okay to behave like that and I would have heard her out. I say, I understand you're feeling frustrated. I understand you're upset. Um, have you thought of why I wanted to do what I did tonight? Have you thought of why I felt like I needed to stay that late out with my buddies? Is that Has that ever occurred to you? And then get her a response on that. And try to understand where what's our relationship what is our relationship at and why are we behaving this way of course both of them should say sorry and of course both of them should try to understand the other point of view the other's point of view but the comment section then of course it's the internet which amplifies and is unreasonable towards whatever is being seen because it's never really the whole story but if we take just that snippet and we look at it, the comments were basically justifying the actions of the women, which is uh, abuse. Very literally abuse. And I don't think anybody in any relationship should be going through that or should allow that to happen. Because there are there are a lot of men who, um, in the sake of wanting a relationship and being in a relationship and everything that brings with it is it is it stature is it um sex is it companionship is it um financially it could be a lot of things but regardless your person your integrity as a 
person, not as a man, as a person, as a human being, should not be compromised if you're in a relationship with someone. That being a friend, a parent, or whatever you want. I'm saying this because right now, where I live, there are, I think, between 4,000 and 7,000 children or minors that need housing, foster families, or adoption. I think, no, I think there's another pool for adoption, which I, I don't know about uh, entirely. I know foster families, there's about between four and 7,000 uh, kids. Just in my neighborhood, that's not counting the 20 others or more. That as a society, we've judged that these minors are in situation of such distress and duress that they need to be taken out of their household from their biological parents or whatever situation they're in to be put in a new house for people to be able to properly respect them as human beings and help them grow into the people and potential that they have. We took that responsibility as a society to do that. Why can't we do it with everything else? As people, as individuals, why can't we take responsibility of the important things such as human life in whatever spectrum that we can control in our lives? Not in Africa, not in Europe, not in China. Au Quebec. We can most definitely do that. All right, anyways. Um, so that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Um, and, and I think we should be talking about this a bit more. So uh, with all that said and done, bonne journée. Et uh, j'espère que vous allez travailler sur vous-même.